Hello. Uh, that was my new Casio keyboard. That's a pretty cool thing. You can even do like... Stuff like that. Uh, and the best thing about it is um, pattern number 40... Wait. Pattern number 46. Listen to that. Yeah, sick, isn't it? Uh, this episode will be a weird one. We're still gonna play Final Fantasy VIII. I got my loading memory card stuff right here. Um, but I also wanna talk about a thing that... Uh, wait, I don't have my usual sitting stuff. Give me a sec. Uh, yeah, I was, was sitting on my chair like a dumbass instead of my sitting sack. Uh, we have two of these sitting sacks. They're like not very big, but you can sit on them. And we saw them in, in some kind of shop, like a furniture shop, like a big one. And they were priced at like 49 euros a piece. 49 euros a piece. And we were gonna buy both of them for 49 each, but uh, they were like not not uh, in the packaging and stuff, right? They were just like out on the on the floor there to, to try out, I guess. And they were also the only two ones left of, of that kind. They have like like they have like a swirly pattern. That's why I wanted them because it looks kind of funny. Uh, but because they were like out on the floor, and and I think one of them had a little like. I think you call that a blemish, like a little bit of fucking dirt on it or something. Um, we went to one of the, the people there who are walking around on the floor to sell you stuff and asked if, if we could have it for a little bit less because of that. And what she did is she gave us these two sitting sacks for 20 bucks each. And I was like, holy shit, I just saved 60 fucking bucks just by talking to a person. And this kind of, is that a general sentiment that I want to talk about? Oh, wait, my floppies are all crooked here. Uh, is what I want to get into, which will make this episode a little bit weird. I just don't want to front load this episode with a whole bunch of, oh, wait, I just made, um, oh, I guess I moved too close to the microphone. Sorry about that. So I want to talk about a, a, a weird topic I, I had in mind, but I don't want to front load the episode with it too much. And I... At first I had the idea to say, hey, I'm going to talk about blah, 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 and uh, say if you don't want to hear that kind of stuff, whatever it is, it's a mystery so far, um, then I'm going to summarize the, whatever happened in the game at the start of next episode, but now I think like that that's just stupid. Um, so I'm just going to play, and whenever there's some downtime, I'm going to get into the weird stuff. Uh, have fun with that. Also, special thanks to, well, whoever the fuck that was again. Give me a second. I don't want to disrespect anybody here, but... I do not remember the Twitter handle. Um, special thanks to Tim Ryukin 
for telling me that he loves the podcast and I should keep it up because this is what made me record this episode right here. So let's load this dumb old safe. Um, we are 24 hours in. That can't be right. It's probably me leaving on the PlayStation for hours and hours and hours. Uh, so let's see where we're at because last episode I just kind of faded out. Um, that's because I just kind of got this blank stare towards the end of the episode, like not even game related. I just kind of sat here like in between saying stuff, looking into not a big old void inside of my head or something. Uh, and, and then I just decided to, well, uh, I can't record any more of this, but then when, when I listened back to the episode, I didn't really notice anything weird about me saying stuff, so I just kind of fucking made it an episode, I guess. Uh, we are in front of Galbadia Hotel. Seemed like there wasn't all too much to do. Uh, fuck inside of that. There's all kinds of buses here. I don't know which way we have to go anymore. Uh, there were so many ways we could have gone. I'm just gonna get into a bus and then I'm gonna get into weird fucking shit. Oh, also what you heard at the beginning? Wait, I told you that was my Casio keyboard. Ne never mind. So I'm just gonna get into the bus and I'm gonna drive right to the mansion of this major. Um, and once we are at the mansion, I'm gonna go back to describing wh whatever I'm doing in game. Meanwhile, <clears throat> let me get a little more comfortable here. In preparation uh, for this episode, I got myself a coffee, sat down on the balcony and had a cigarette. Uh, and I was listening to the good old Milkinet podcast by... Daniel Cow and Brian Cow, a podcast you should also listen to because it's a good podcast. Is it podcast or podcast? I think it's podcast. I and I was listening to that all throughout my grocery shopping stuff, and you know, kept listening to that while being at home and getting all that shit into the fridge. And then when I sat down and had that coffee. Like right before that, I think Daniel said something about the half-life saturation of golden gay cookie crumbs. And that made me think of uh, dying generally, um, but specifically about... I'm back at the Galbadia Hotel, what? Did I miss the mansion? Well, I'm, I, I'm just gonna keep going, I guess. Uh, make me think of a specific situation that kind of... It's like little sprinkles across my life where... <clears throat> that, that stuff kind of came up. Uh, the, the first time I can remember is when playing Super Mario Bros. 3. And I'm not gonna mention the topic yet, so you can figure out what the fuck I'm even talking about all by yourself while I'm telling you this. Playing Super Mario Bros. 3, having a good old fun time, just dicking around in the first level, when I don't know if I suddenly died and then I noticed it, or I noticed it before I died and then was afraid of dying, um, the timer. 
there's a timer in the top right or wherever corner in Super Mario Bros. I think it's at the bottom right. Whatever. There's a timer running. And while I'm a little kid, dicking around in the level, jumping on Koopas and stuff, I suddenly notice this timer ticking down. And having played a couple of video games, I realized that thing ticks down to my death. So I'm suddenly like, fuck this game. If I can't like jump around, have fun for however long I want to, then I don't want to play this stupid game. Because I don't want to have a fucking number on screen at all times. And the only purpose of that number is if it's zero, you're dead. If it's not, you're not dead yet, but it's getting ever closer to zero. We're back at the hotel. Okay, I'm gonna get out here and get into the other bus, into the other... I thought it, if it's a... whatever. Gonna get into the other bus. Deep. Gonna get into the, uh, the, the, uh, the other bus. I, I think eventually I just kept playing Super Mario Bros. 3 and dealt with the timer and my dread of dying because time passes. Um, but then there's like more stuff like in, in Kirby's Adventure, like the second to last boss is like this orb and you just kind of fight it. Like you fly throughout the fight and if you fight it too long you eventually reach like the ground and it just creeps up from from the bottom of the screen and if you take too long if you don't kill the boss in time it crushes you against the top of the screen ah uh, this also freaked me the fuck out we are at villa carway i'm getting out so then i thought is it what, what is the problem there is it that i don't want a restriction on how long i can play like i don't want to be rushed or is it that I don't want like this experience to ever end? Because it, what if the timer would be 9,999,000? Would that still be an issue? And I think it would be. So if somebody back then in the game without time would have told me, well, eventually this fucking TV is gonna break down uh, and uh, the stupid battery in your fucking game is gonna run out and your save is gonna be gone, then I would have been like, well, this experience is ruined for me. Thank you. And all of this reached goddamn critical mass when I was like 20, I don't know how old, 21, 25, something like that. Give me a sec, Squall's talking to a guard in front of Villa Carway here, and the guard doesn't want to let us in. Squall is saying uh, he's got to know that we're coming, and the guard is saying, yeah, we are informed about that. Uh, but Major Carway wants to test you first, and Quistus is saying, that's fucking convoluted. And Squall is saying, a test? What are we to do? Uh, guard is saying, northeast of the city, there's the grave of the unknown king. You you have to go there first. It's an easy task, an easy task. Uh, if you if you're there, you just have to find a number. Swall says a number. Squiz is saying, is that a test? Uh, are you joking me? Scar is saying, uh, every day there's so many pupils coming to the major. Just yesterday, there was somebody from Galbadia Garden. Uh, he 
didn't uh, he he hasn't yet returned from the grave of the unknown king the grave of the unknown king by the way is in blue parenthesis or more like brackets uh yeah he's still saying to the northeast there's this fucking grave and you have to go inside of it and look for this pupil or student and uh okay we have to find out his student number and then the object that we are looking for is at the entrance and the numbers on that object. Beginners should not uh, go any further or they will never come out of that grave alive. He's gonna give us a map to that grave and with select I can look at... Oh no, of that grave and with select I can... With select I can look at that map. And if I press triangle with the map open, I can just... Uh, flee or like escape from that uh, dungeon or grave as it were and this will lower my seat level okay now I have a bunch of options I can give him an answer I can get tips for 3k gil I can get uh, some kind of device that will help me find something for 5k gil I can talk to him and I can say I want to get out of the city I'm gonna say I want to get out of the city and he's saying he will take us to the border of the city. And I can then rent a car. Okay. Alright, we are at a car rental station. I don't want to rent a car. Like, my money is kind of... I don't... Yeah, I can rent a car for 3.5k gil. No, I don't need one. I'm just gonna fucking walk. Well, what do I look like? Okay, uh, I thought I left the city, but I'm just on streets now. We just had that nice little focus shift effect again on some signs. Okay, we are back where the fucking bus stops, right in front of the train station. So I'm gonna try and get out of the city the other way. Yeah, music changes, world map time. Okay, so now we're seeing Dalling City from the outside. There's like this Arc de Triumph thing in the middle, then there's like a row of houses to one side, there's like a purplish circular kind of building, looks a little bit like a stage where you would have a concert on one side, and there's three other 3D modeled kind of building looking things, and the rest is just like flat park looking kind of stuff. Was that sound? I have no idea. You hear that? Oh, it's the train, okay. Uh, we are at a fork in the road, and uh, below that fork in the road, there's apparently a tunnel, because that's what the train came out of, and there's two train tracks, and if we look in the distance, there's just all kind of train tracks going into all kinds of directions, and that's where the train drove off of. Uh, the city is located at the shore. There's a whole bunch of shore here. Uh, a little bit of mountain range. Okay, let's look at the world. We are at the we are on the northwest of the northwestmost continent on this planet. Galbadia Garden is like, let's say like, maybe 10 minutes to the east of here. Like 10 minutes of walking there. And then apparently there's a launch site, like rocket launch kind of something, like five minutes to the south of here. And then there's a, a desert prison also to the south of here uh, that's what i can see on the map 
But we are to go where? To the north something. Well, straight to the north there is uh, just the sea. And to the left there's not much we can go to. So I'm just gonna go along the shore towards the north uh, east. Looking for that ruined king kind of thing. Okay, what are we fighting? That's uh, some kind of bird with like four wings and it's all blue. Oh, Irwin is saying, oh yeah, don't forget to select my ammo when you use the shot command. Press R1 to go bang bang. Where's the shot command? Oh, I guess it's his ultimate or whatever the fuck you call that in Final Fantasy VIII. Just gonna attack this uh, bird to death. Meanwhile, well, the bird is dead. Let me say a little bit more about uh, where did I stop with the weird story? Uh, kind of, I think the critical mass kind of thing, was that it? Yeah, so at some point in college, I was sitting on the windowsill uh, smoking, like smoking to the outside of the, the room, right? Because who smokes inside of rooms? That's just disgusting. A GF learned an ability, so I'm trying to make it learn another ability. I don't know who that was. So I'm looking out that window. Uh, and I'm just kind of... I, I don't see anything in particular. I'm just smoking and uh, looking at the ground. But there's just like a bit of dirt and a bit of grass. Like really nothing special at all. And suddenly it hits me that, oh shit, at some point, not at some point I'm gonna die, because everybody knows that, but what hit me was at some point I'm gonna be dead. Like I'm not gonna exist anymore sitting on a windowsill smoking or sleeping, right? Like at some point I'm just gonna be not existing anymore. I'm gonna be in, in the state of not existing. Uh, that's what hit me there. And then I had a, a fun bunch of weeks like thinking about that, trying to like find a way out of that because I was really, really bummed out by that realization. Just being in college, you know, trying to have a good time, trying to like figure out what to do with my life. Suddenly I'm faced with like, oh, right at some point, I'm not gonna exist anymore, like, at all, like, no matter what I do. Just like that fucking time limit in Super Mario Bros. 3, where, where, where you're like, oh, I'm, I'm jumping around, there's Koopas, and I'm, like, eating mushrooms, and I'm getting bigger, I'm collecting all these coins, and oh, look, there's note blocks, and then, oh, there's also a timer that is ticking down, and once it reaches zero, I'm gonna be dead, no matter what I do. No fucking matter what I do, once this timer reaches zero, I'm gonna be dead forever. Of course, Mario, that doesn't... You're not dead forever, you're gonna die and then you're gonna respawn, you can do it again, and if you die too much, you still... You know you got continues and stuff. But... I didn't like that. Um, like, I made my grandma play a uh, battle mode with me in that game <clears throat> because it didn't have a fucking time limit. I, I, I'm pretty sure that that was the reason. Like, I made her... You know, in, in Super Mario Bros. 3, if 
you play two player and you go in the same spot and press the button to go into a level, you instead enter battle mode and you can play together and it's like the original Mario Bros. Where there's these two pipes at the top and there's enemies coming out and coins and stuff. And there's no time limit, but the longer you are alive, the more shit comes at you to kill you because it's like an arcade game and arcade games never want you to be alive for too long because then uh, no more people are gonna put in quarters into the machine, right? So I was more okay with having this, this, this terrible struggle with death and everything trying to kill me more and more the more time passed than having this fucking dead timer that would just, you know, there's no arguing with that, there's no struggling. You, there's nothing, there's no, you can pick up stuff that increases the timer, no, it runs It runs down, at some point it runs out, and then you're dead And that's, yeah, <clears throat> that's what I thought about a bunch in college then, after that fun realization um, And I'm pretty sure that ever since that happened I got way better at Dealing with fucking everything. Because once you... I mean, at first, it's like, oh shit, everything's terrible now. It's it's like when you're playing Mario and you're having fun and then somebody's like, hey, but if that timer runs out, you're dead. And you're like, well, this is ruined now. That's kind of how I felt about my life. Like, well, like I, I can't have fun anymore because no matter what I do, I'm like on a ferris wheel being like, oh yeah, I'm having the time of my life. Oh wait, at some point I'm just gonna not exist anymore. <laughs> uh, that, that kind of was a bummer. Um, but once you're over that, holy shit, nothing can phase you anymore. That That's uh, like as, as fucking terrible as that thought is. Like once you, you've dealt with that, you can be like, who fucking cares about a whole bunch of stuff. I'm not gonna say everything because that would mean that like, oh, my parents just died, who gives a fuck? I'm gonna not exist at some point anyway. That's not how it works, but like, oh, I gotta make this phone call and talk to a person? Like, who fucking cares? At some point, this person is gonna be dead. Not die, but be dead. Be not exist. And so am I. So, who gives a shit if I'm like, nervous trying to make a phone call? Right? Um, that's a gain from that, but... Then... I guess my initial thought um, that had me turn off the Milkanet podcast to think about was like... What was my problem with the timer when I was a, when I was a kid? And I think that's what I just figured out. Um, it's definitely like that same realization that like that whole timer thing took 15 years to reach critical mass or 20 years or however long and then I had to fucking deal with it and uh, well can't say that I'm not bummed out anymore that at some point I'm not gonna exist anymore but you know what are you gonna do at some point like what are you fucking gonna do also, I need to move away from the mic a little. I think my voice is loud enough. Okay, so we have killed, all in all, I think it was seven of these blue birds, 
and our GF are getting a bunch of like AP and I keep checking like what skill they learn and what they can learn now and I'm kind of confused because it seems like they're learning fucking nothing. Um, but I, I've just been fighting these blue bars. Seven of them. Or maybe six or eight. But it's just blue bars. There's a, another fight. Hear that? That's two more blue birds. There's nothing but blue fucking birds here. Oh yeah, um, have a little in between the, the Mario and the oh shit I'm gonna die thing. Um, at some point Final Fantasy VII came out, right? That, that happened at some point. And when that happened, I didn't have a PlayStation 1, so I didn't know anything about it. But I visited some relatives and there was a boy who was a little older than me and he had a PlayStation 1 and he had Final Fantasy VII. And I was allowed to play that game a little bit. I played up to that scorpion first boss kind of mech thingy. I just started fighting it and then our parents were like, hey, food's ready. So we went downstairs. Oh, that's so many abilities learned from my GF. Oh. So we went to eat some food in the middle of that boss fight. And then once food was done, I was like, can I play some more? And our parents were like, yeah, sure. So I ran back up and then I saw all of my party members were almost dead. I don't know how fast we ate that we weren't completely dead by that point, but I wasn't. Um, and then I was like, oh my god, fuck this game. This is like the stupid time limit in Super Mario. Like if I wait long enough and I don't do anything, I'm gonna be dead. This is supposed to be my safe place where I can think like however long I want about whatever the fuck I want to do. This is not okay. Daniel kind of started talking about something similar with, uh, like, I don't want to rope Daniel into this whole dying thing, right? <laughs> uh, the only thing I want to say is that when he was playing Final Fantasy X2, I'm learning so much bullshit that I don't need. Uh, he was like, oh god, I, I, I don't want to be on an active time battle kind of thing. I, I don't have time to think about everything. I want to have it like in Final Fantasy X, where apparently in Final Fantasy X there's no active time battle, or at least you can turn it off. But like he didn't like not having time to think about his decisions. But I think that's like the, the reasonable problem you have with time limits and active time battle shit and stuff like that. And, and my problem with this kind of stuff was more like that well, I want to leave this game, I want to be able to leave this game on for 20 years and not have aged at all in, during that time and also never ever not exist anymore. That's at least, those are my thoughts at like 8. Um, yeah, that, that was that topic. Huh. I guess I have nothing more to say about that, I, I think. Okay, we arrived at the, the ruins. We are looking at beautiful, old ruins. There's somebody is saying Le Levitas and it's two girls, students, running past us. Yeah, and they just screamed Le Levitas in brackets. However you scream that. There's a draw point with protests. Quistus drawing some protests. 11, in fact. And there's a save point here. I don't know if I've mentioned this yet, but at some point in my life I bought this video game at a um, flea market and when I arrived back home I realized that the video game I bought was missing CD2. 
So I only had CD1, 3 and 4 of this video game. And then I played it up to the end of CD1. And that's why I stopped, because I didn't have CD2. I don't know what happened to that copy of the game, because I sure don't have it anymore. I'm playing on the copy of my girlfriend now. But, like, once we have to switch discs, I do not know anything anymore. Um, so far I haven't remembered much, but I do know that in this, in these ruins, uh, there's a GF that you can miss, which is fucking garbage, but I know that, so I won't, I won't miss it. Also, I have a bunch of hard disks that I keep, like, my videos on, that I, like, cut as a freelancer, like the projects and stuff, and, uh, they are, like, RAID. HDDs, so there's like one set of two HDDs, which are like where the data is backed up onto one of the two from the other. And these one of these two sets of hard drives is called Minotaur and Sacred. Just saying. Another one is just called Leviathan, even though it's also two HDDs, but I didn't have a cool idea like that uh, at that point. Okay, what? Uh, oh shit, I should have looked at the map, shouldn't I have? Fuck. Oh no. Uh, I'm gonna go back, because I was at a crossroads, and then I went, like, I, I already forgot where I went. Uh, and then I was at a crossroads, and then I was at a crossroads, so I don't fucking know where, where I am, because everything looks the same here. Uh, trying my best to get out? Nope. There's a curve here? Shit. Shit. I'm lost. I'm lost in a maze. I'm just kind of going straight. Uh, I guess I could describe what this ever similar screen looks like. Oh shit, everything looks the same. I've transitioned like eight screens by now and it's all the same screen. Oh no. Oh no. I just keep walking backwards, but nothing changes. How is this possible? God damn. Should have bought that thing for 5k, huh? Fuck. Well, I'm gonna walk in random directions until I arrive somewhere. Because I can't... Okay, there's a curve here. I'm taking the curve. It curved towards the left. Now I'm at a crossroads. I'm taking a left again. Uh, another crossroads. Taking a left. Uh, I'm going straight. Shit. This is bad. Okay, I'm looking at a big old monolith made of bricks, which has a whole bunch of vegetation at the top, and there's a big old chasm in front of it. Uh, this might be the top part of this map that you cannot see. I can... there's no way I can describe this map to you. Because it looks like a fucking Nordic knot or something. Uh, okay, I can't do anything with this chasm at all. But I'm, I'm gonna assume I'm at the top of this map, which would mean... That if I go backwards, and then backwards again... Okay, wait. Because I just went towards the camera, 
and now I'm looking away from the camera as a, at a crossroad. So if I go towards the camera again, am I looking at the chasm now? Yes, okay. So the camera did a 180 at me without telling. So if I walk straight now, I should be looking at some kind of body of water, except there's a random encounter, so let's fight. Oh, cool, it's, uh, wait, who's that? Did I ever see that guy? Reminds me of something. Is an, it's an Ezan Suchi? Ah, he attacked while I was just looking at him. Garbage game. Why does it not wait for me to make decisions? It's incredible. He hit me again. Okay, Irvine shoots for 33 damage. Squall hits for 340 damage. Quistus hits for 195. Why is Irvine doing like no fucking damage? I, I guess I have every, like I have the magic and the HP stat cup, couple junction for everybody, right? To be able to draw and also survive. But I do not think, okay, Chris has made the Ezan Tsuchi stumble and now he's on his back. Now I deal more damage to it. Whatever. Squall killed it. Uh, I don't think I have something junction to the attack stat for everybody. So that's probably why Irwin does not do a bunch of damage when he shoots at stuff. Let me check that. I, I don't really know what to learn with my GF. Uh, I'm learning the mod abilities wherever I can, but apart from that, I'm also trying to learn these K abilities so I can junction stuff. But yeah, Irwin doesn't have anything coupled to his strength, so his strength is 22, while Squall's strength, strength is 80. And Quistus is 60. Got it. Uh, we were gonna walk straight to see if we hit some water here. We are not. We are still looking at a crossroads. Okay, so I'm looking at the, the map. Where could we be now? Um, I'm, I'm gonna try and go straight one more time. Oh, okay, there's like a stone tablet in front of us, but otherwise it looks just like these crossroads. I'm gonna attempt and read it. Squall is saying, what kind of tablet is that? Uh, I cannot read that. Like the script is illegible. Uh, he's saying, oh, there's something standing or written on the lower half. He's squatting down. Uh, how long has it been since I'm here? I still cannot find that thing. Uh, I'm physically and psychologically at my limit. Am I too weak? Uh, for those that have um, lost their way and ended up here, I'm gonna write the, the way to the exit now. Back, forwards, right, left, right, forwards. Okay, I'm gonna write that down because, you know, in old games, sometimes you have to write stuff down. Okay, let's try that and then we can try and uh, use the... Uh, wait, if we go back and now we go for... Okay, yeah, right, because if we go back the camera does a spin. Oh, does the camera spin every... No, that doesn't make sense, does it? Okay, we, we went forward, so now we're gonna go right. We're still looking at all... Like, just the same crossroad over and over. That's a right, that's a left. That's a right, we just got... Seed money, but the sound was immediately interrupted by footsteps, I guess. And now we're gonna go up 
Wait, there's something on the ground here. Oh, student number 187. Okay. Okay, I'm not gonna exit yet. Um, I'm gonna write down... 187. And now, let's figure the fuck out how we do anything here. So I'm assuming I'm at the first crossroad. I'm gonna take a... A right. And there's a... It's like a curve here. I'm gonna take that curve. Okay, another crossroad. I am gonna take a... Left now. I'm trying to get to like the left... Leftmost part of this dungeon. There's another curve. Okay. Taking it. And then if we go left, we should be at the leftmost thingy of this thing. Dungeon. Taking a left. And oh, there's a stone tablet here. Is it the same that we were we here? Squall's checking the law half again. Yeah, that's the that's the thing. Okay. Okay. So let's let's try and make sense of that. If we now I kinda know where I am. Oh yeah, there's also the tablet um on the map. But there's a room behind the tablet that I cannot get to. Shit. Huh. Anyway, it's saying down, which would take us to that crossroad, then up because the camera would spin. Then we would basically look at this what I identified as water, but I guess it's just uh, a wall. But we we weren't looking at a wall ever. Well, anyway, we would go right and then left, but wouldn't. This is confusing. I'm, I'm gonna try and just get to the other side of the dungeon with how I understand how this works. So we are looking at crossroads. Is it always, is the camera always facing north maybe? I'm gonna try that. If I go north now, I should arrive at a, at a curve to the right. Man, this shit is so easy if, if your brain is like not a child. Like as a child, you're like immediately, uh, oh shit, I'm in a maze. I don't want to have to figure out the maze, blah, blah, or whatever. But if you're an adult, you're just like, well, I'm going to sit here and think about it until I figure it out. And I'm going to use like all kinds of means to try and figure out problems, you know? Like this is, it's crazy how your brain like becomes better at getting an answer and I think the biggest uh, by the way we are fighting blue big blue two big blue slimes yeah they are looking a little more angry than they do in Dragon Quest where there's also blue slimes uh, what could we draw from these oh yeah okay we can draw the the blind spell and uh, the rage spell and shell so that's a bunch of stuff we want I guess I'm gonna try and put one asleep because we hit one of them like six or seven times now and he's still not dead so maybe we want to kill one of them put the other one to sleep and then draw like crazy yeah, I'm gonna try that I'm guessing they're weak to magic because I'm actually like I'm, I'm just doing Irwin is doing like 10 damage, Squall is doing like 80. So I don't believe. And with how they are not dead, 
Okay, one of them died, so I don't give a fuck. Just gonna keep hitting them. Uh, actually, just gonna keep hitting this guy with Squall until he's asleep. Irvine might be... Poisoned? Or something? Because his health bar, or his ATB bar, there are no health bars, is, um... Purple. But I don't want to waste the Medica on that guy, specifically. Oh shit, this guy only has shell! I forgot that the same enemy type doesn't necessarily mean the same spells to draw. So we killed the one that had all the cool spells to draw and now we're just left with the shell idiot. When I said shell idiot, I thought that would be a good insult for Shredder towards the turtles. By the way, if you ever find yourself cosplaying Shredder and you see some turtle cosplayers, go like, hey shell idiots. That'll show them. Uh, the slime is called Prinula, by the way. And he's dead. Okay, good. So now, what do we want to do? Go, go uh, north or forward and see if we arrive at a curve to the right. Bunch of GF learned a bunch of stuff, so let me just go into my menu here. Give... Quetzalcoatl, something new to learn, alrighty, and go straight. I'm pretty sure the last time I played this I was not as overleveled with junction shit, uh, and I actually was like, oh no, the enemies are killing me in this dungeon and I cannot get out, but now I'm like at 2k HP with everybody and nothing is hurting me. I went straight, we are at a crossroad again. So now, now I have to assume we are not always facing north. Um, but then why am I not looking at fucking walls in front of me here? Where am I? Because if I, if I would go straight now, I would run straight into a wall from how I understand this map that you cannot see. Okay, we're fighting the, the guy we fought first in this dungeon. I kind of want to run away because we're just needlessly gaining experience, which is not something you say a lot in playing an RPG. But yeah, I'm running. Because, you know, the, the enemy levels rubber band towards your level, or basically just get set to your level. So you don't want to level too much because then the enemies are all going to be high level. What? The fuck? We are just looking at the fucking chasm from before. I didn't even screen transition yet. How did that happen? Well, okay, assuming I'm at the monolith and I'm looking away from it towards the south. If I take a left now, I should be looking at a, at a, at a curve in the road. But I'm not. This is a crossroad. The... <sighs> Okay, let's assume we are... Okay, okay. Um, left. So if I go straight now, I assume I am looking at a curve. This must be really... Like, okay, if you... Maybe I should have mentioned this sooner. I'm looking at a curve, but it's curving the other way. Uh, if you want to, like, you know, try and make sense of what the fuck's happening... Just look up the, the map 
I'm gonna make the map the fucking thumbnail of the video. There you go. So so you can be confused along with me. So I went the curve, did the curve, and now I think if I go straight or left, I should arrive in this little room to the right. I'm gonna try left. Nope, crossroad. So I'm gonna try back and right. And if that doesn't... Oh, fuck. There's a student number on the ground here. What? I'm back at the entrance? How did that happen? Shit. Well... Okay, assuming I'm at that first... That first crossroad. <laughs> Shit. Or does it always jump you to the next crossroad? Like, I don't know how that works. Ah. Okay, I'm looking at the exit though and the student number is lying in front of it like where the camera is is like the into the dungeon okay here's two blue slimes let's look at the the magic again okay okay at this time both of them have everything so let's kill one actually let's try a spell on one to see if they are weak to spell stuff Quistus is casting eyes, dealing uh, 111 damage. Irvine is casting thunder, dealing 99 damage. <clears throat> and let Squall have. Let Squall cast fire, dealing 117 damage. So, yeah, a little more weak to magic, I guess, than regular attacks. We are still just regular attacking it though, because I don't want to waste my shitty spells that I don't need on enemies that I don't care about. Just gonna kill him, kinda, with the, the whip. Oh, he's dead. Okay, cool. So now we're gonna try and put this guy to sleep with the Squall. Uh, because Squall has sleep coupled to his attack, elemental attack, I suppose. Yup, he's asleep, so now we're gonna draw like crazy and I'm gonna bust out the Jojo it's Jojo time time okay wait where the fuck are we where's my okay here, here we are here's my uh, Mr. Saturn bookmark <clears throat> so to recap last time oh did I? Oh yeah, I read a bit of stuff without describing it at all. Well, guess you missed that. No way to make you, you know, aware of what happened. Yeah. Uh, Quiz is full on everything, so she goes over to attacking. Irvine is full of. Oh wow, everything. Irvine is also full of everything. This is riveting. We see a nice, beautiful landscape. This is like a countryside, I guess you would call that. Looks very like in England, if that makes sense. There's a river here, mountains, clouds, aka the sky, fields, all that, all that fun stuff. Bushes and a big sound word over the sky going whoosh. And then we have three little panels, like this was a pretty big panel I just described. Okay, squall's also full of blind. Um, we have three little panels of a frog jumping into water, going plop. 
swimming in water, going swish, uh, and uh, climbing up a rock that is sticking out of the water, going hop hop. Then we have a very tall, narrow panel of the frog, uh, of the frog, on sad stone, going ribbit ribbit. And in the next panel, we see a gentleman that I know who it is, but you don't, because you missed the introduction of him, saying, I'll discuss my motives later. First, allow me to explain what happened to your body. Oh yeah, he just kind of hit the Joestar person, and it looked like he was attacking him, but Joestar immediately felt like way better with his injuries and stuff. Oh yeah, he's pretty injured. Next we see, oh, that's still part of the big picture I described at the, at the beginning. It spans two pages. The left side of it is a, a, a ruin of a house. I think that was the Joestar mansion that burned down in the fight versus Dio. Then we have another narrow panel of Joestar. I forget his first name, so I just keep calling him by his last name, which never changes throughout the seasons with all the different characters, so it's safe to just say Joestar. Uh, he's just saying question mark. There's a big fat question mark in his speech bubble. Still drawing rage with Squall, but the... The enemies are dead! So that was Jojo time for the time. Jojo being. Okay, back to figuring out how the fuck to... Okay, we are looking at the exit. There's the student thing right here. So if we go back, we should... Like, there's... Uh, this fucking blue thing in the middle, if you're looking at the thumbnail or you have memorized the, the thumbnail by heart. What is it? Is it not walls? Like, how can I walk through there? Or where the fuck is the fucking fuck... I don't... Huh? I'm gonna take a left here. So, I guess, imagine you have turned the entire thing upside down, you were looking at the exit, and you took a left. So now, yeah, you're looking at a curve towards the left. So now, we should be... Uh, like, at the bottom right corner of that blue rectangle in the middle. At that crossroad is where we should be. I don't know which way we're fucking facing, but I assume if we go right now, we will be at a curve to the left at the right side of this map like the bottom right most corner of this map that's what I assumed now if we continue we should be at the crossroad right in front of that little room at the right that I want to get into yes? nobody knows but if I go right now I should be in that little room right? correct? Uh, yes, it looks like that is the case. So, let's use a bunch of, bunch of potions. Okay, that's enough of that. And uh, go fight things? I wonder what that chasm was about. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's a GF. Weird statue is saying, you there, what are you doing here? So, there was a statue on a pedestal that was like kind of in the dark. We are now just in a, in a little rectangular room with some... 
ruin-like qualities to it. Um, but when we approached the statue, it just the light went on, and now it's like a minotaur-looking dude saying, "You there? What are you doing here?" And fight starts. Okay, just like that. We are looking at the pedestal. Oh, now there's the Minotaur in front of the pedestal, wielding a huge fucking Morningstar. Okay, and we're just kind of fighting him. So I'm gonna draw the question mark thing, whatever that is, with Irvine, with Squall, with Crystal, with everybody. He did 116 damage to Squall. Squall's at 3,218 health. Oh no. Irvine, draw. Angel times 9. Oh, I wanna have 300 of that. Squall drew Angel times 9, and Quistis drew Angel times 9. That's why the magic stat is maxed out with everybody, because I want to have this times 9 shit going on, you know? So, back to JoJo. It's JoJo time, time, time. <clears throat> we see a panel uh, of ruins. And like a stream, and that dude, I, that dude, you don't know who that is. The the dude, you don't know who is that. He uh, is walking in the river, saying, "I'll show you the energy that quote unquote breathing creates. I've been searching ways to manipulate the body for years." Still drawing angel over here, looking good. This dude is healing himself. I don't know from what, because we're not hitting him. Uh, then we see a close-up of the guy's face saying, In the Far East, they call it Sendo, the way of the hermit. Okay, that's cool. Now we see a panel of Jonathan. I'm just gonna assume he's called Jonathan. Joestar and his uh, girlfriend. Forgot her name, because she didn't appear for a while. She's saying, what is he going to do? And then we see a panel of the frog going ribbit. And then we see a panel of the dude standing in front of the, the the rock with the frog on in the water, like ankle deep, saying puff, huff, puff, huff. So he's kind of breathing. See a close-up of his face with a sound word going um and kind of like a little bit of sparks and he's looking surprised. And then we see a panel of Jonathan Joestar's face looking surprised with a speech bubble featuring an exclamation mark. Next, we see a panel of the guy. Oh, by the way, he has a top hat. Um, doing weird moves with his hand, going quo as a sound word. We see the frog on the rock, and the water is kind of splish splashing. We see the, the ankles of the dude in the water, uh, and the water around his ankles is kind of doing weird stuff, going sha sha face of the woman saying well what is that face of the the man the other man the not top hat man who's called Jonathan Joestar saying what's happening I didn't want to call the woman the woman and then the man by his name you know just because I don't know the name of the woman I'm sorry we see a big panel of the guy with the top hat moving still his hands around and the water is going sha sha and stuff turn to page okay Somebody saying R ripples, and as yeah, there's all kinds of cool ripples uh, in the water surrounding the top hat guy, and the frog is still kind of just sitting on that rock, still drawing. 
Uh, Jonathan Joestar saying, what is that rippling for the water to ripple like that? It's unnatural. The top hat guy is saying, I altered your breathing by piercing your diaphragm with my finger. I made you breathe in a special way, like me. To explain it simply, breathing has to do with your blood. After all, your blood is what moves oxygen from your lungs. The oxygen in your blood has to do with the cells in your body. And those cells make up your body as a whole. In other words, you create ripples from your body as you would in the water. And we see a pseudo... Chi kinda... Uh, fucking drawing of a person with ripples. Oh, everywhere. He continues... Uh, Oh, he, he clenches his fists, looking at the frog. I don't like that. The frog's just kind of sitting there, minding his own fucking business. There's a sound word going vroom. And he's saying, and that turns into energy. The energy I'm about to show you is the same energy that took away the pain from your fractured arm. And then we see a picture of his face, close up, going raw. And now I'm turning the page, hopefully not to see a fucking squished frog. Oh god. Oh no. Uh, what? Okay, I looked ahead a little. Um, we see his huge fucking fist about to barrel down on the unsuspecting frog. We see a face of the woman sweating, going, eek! A face of Jonathan Joestar sweating, going, the frog, he's... We see a close-up of the frog and his fist hitting the frog. The frog is like going, Ugh! what the fuck are you doing? And somebody's saying, stop it. We see another close-up of the frog. The frog is like enveloped in fucking electricity or something. His fist is very much touching the frog. The frog does not look very comfortable. The woman says, eek. Jonathan Joestar says, gah. And somebody's full of angel. That somebody is going to draw some rage because it's squall. Ooh, somebody else is full of angel. That somebody else is going to draw some protests, which is Quistus. I know you want to know what happens to the fucking frog. Me too. We see him from behind, the top hat man. Very much his his arm outstretched towards the rock, but we don't see the frog on the rock because he's in the way. See a close-up of his eyes, looking very like, oh, I know what the fuck I'm doing, but looking at like the frog, like the impact sight or whatever. Ah, oh, shit, I want to finish this, but everybody's full of the things, so Irwin is just gonna shoot the dude. Chris is gonna draw some more protests. I guess Irwin can just kind of shoot him a bit. And then we see a close-up of the fist and the frog. The fist kind of still on the frog, but the frog is now sitting upright, kind of looking okay. Oh, and the stone beneath the frog, the where the frog is sitting on, is splitting in fucking half. A text box going, huh? And then we see a, a wide shot of him splitting the rock and going, ha! And the whole rock's just kind of splitting in two. And the frog is just kind of falling down see a little panel of the left side of the uh, rock splitting the right side of the rock splitting then we see the frog and his fist kind of retracting and another panel with the frog and his fist retracting and then a panel of the frog falling into the water and going plop and then a panel of the frog swimming away going swish and then Jonathan Joestar saying, The frog, it's fine, but breaking the rock in half is impressive in and of itself, but it's strange that you hit the frog and it's still alright. And then the dude in the top hat is saying, That was Sendo. And Jonathan is saying, S Sendo? In quotation marks. And then three dots and a question mark and a, an exclamation mark. Uh, 
Christmas is also full of protests now, so, so she's full of everything. She's also gonna go over to attacking. Squall's just gonna draw some more rage here. Uh, he's he, uh, close up of his eyes, top hat man. He's saying, Hamon or ripple energy is the power behind Sendo. My Hamon energy rippled through the frog's body and broke the rock. Close up of the broken rock. Okay, that's it. Turning the page, putting in the Mr. Shadow thing. Because we're about to start fighting this fucking Minotaur for real. First, Squall has to finish drawing his fucking rage. Squall, why don't you have the rage spell? He draw one rage, that must mean he's, he's full, right? That would be a just great timing. Let's see. Chris's attack, Squall draw, yes. Squall cannot draw anything. It is, whoa! Chris is hit for a thousand. What the fuck? Okay. Wow, Secretor was saying, these are very strong. And then the fight ended. Holy shit, that was the greatest timing ever. Squall didn't even get to attack once. That was so close. Okay, he's saying a weird German slur. No, not slur. Like a curse word. He's it's, it translates directly to cattle excrement. Or cattle poop. Or whatever. Uh, you're gonna regret that. And he's called Secreto? Isn't he called Secret? He jumped, he ran towards the camera, and now the pillar is raising up, and there's a save point here all of a sudden. Okay. Kind of want to end the episode because it's, I'm at an hour of recording, but I'm gonna... I, I want to see what the fuck is up with this guy. And I'm sure by next time I'm gonna have forgotten how the fuck this maze works. Not that I know now, but I kind of have at least the slightest bit of an idea. I'm gonna walk around the pillar because it seems like there's a door behind it, but no, no dice. There's nothing I can do here, so I'm gonna run to where he ran, I guess. Yeah, and now it's random encounter time, now it's time to figure out where he ran and how to get there. Awesome. One blue slime and one, uh, we saw these the last time in the Ifrit cave. They have like three wings that rotate. Don't make any kind of fucking sense. Oh, we can draw Fire Ra, Blitz Ra, and Ice Ra from these guys, but I'm not in a drawing mood right now. And these fucking spells you can get everywhere, so I'm just gonna kill both of these weird looking enemies. Okay, the Tri Wing, as I'm gonna call it, died. And now we're attacking the slime. Gunblade, 86 damage, and he's asleep. Uh, this is the blue slime now. Quistis does 200 damage to the blue slime. When did that happen? I don't mind, though. Oh, did we draw more of the stuff that is maybe coupled to her attack or her magic or whatever? Let's quickly look at her stats. Somebody learned something, yay. Um, not that I can... Nope. Mm -mm. Okay, GF, who learned something. Quetzalcoatl is not learning anything anytime soon. Shiva learned something useless. Cool. Well, Shiva only has useless things left to learn, kinda. Ifrit, what can you learn? Oh yeah, he's learning his unique ability called... Like if you run at somebody, 
with intent to make him fall down. Yes, whatever that is called. Not tackle. Doesn't include the running. Tackle is more like shoving your body into something else, right? Okay, we went straight because that was the only way we could go from there. Uh, I kind of want to go to either the pillar, uh, the stone tablet, or the... <clears throat> the chasm i'm gonna go to the chasm first because it's closer so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna take a right gonna arrive at a, a curve to the left gonna follow that curve gonna take another right uh probably gonna arrive at another curve to the left yes gonna take that curve and i'm gonna take a right so if we just keep to the right we can make funny little rounds around this maze without being confused so now we should be at the chasm uh, well, this is not the chasm, but this is a stone tablet that is lowered. Wait, where the fuck was the chasm then? If not here. Whatever. <clears throat> I was gonna keep walking, but... Yeah, this looks like the stone tablet that told us, Oh, are you lost? I don't... Don't you know where to go? But this time it's lowered and we can pass it. Which is what I'm intending to do. We are facing two tri-wings. One is casting Fyra onto... Who's it gonna be? Quistis, 160 damage. She's at 1,808 HP, so in no danger there. She hit the thing for 655 damage. It spiraled out of control and died. The other one's also casting some fire spell on Quistis again, doing 83 damage, because it just was a regular fire, I think, not a fire. Squall hit it once, I didn't even hit the trigger right, and it died and collapsed, and it's dead. It doesn't exist anymore. Like we all will at one point. Always remember that. It's a fun thing to think about. Okay, we're gonna pass the now lowered stone tablet. And now we are looking at... Ooh, a new room. There's a draw point here in the corner. It's Levitas. We cannot... Okay, yeah, okay. Something is telling us that Levitas is the way to go. Like this draw point and the uh, students that passed us. Um, okay, but otherwise we are looking at like a chain in front of uh, another tablet and behind that there's like water. Um, oh shit, there's fucking nothing. Oh wait, I was able to remove the chain which made the tablet fall over and now the water is running into this room. Seemingly doing nothing though. I'm gonna leave this room behind again yes uh, and i'm gonna try and get to the the room i wasn't at ever since i fought that minotaur which is the one to the left of the map if you're looking at your map always reference your map when uh you know trying to follow along with this podcast always gotta have your map ready there's gonna be a map for next time as well i'm gonna hand it out at the end of this lesson don't forget to bring it, otherwise you're gonna get a, an F. Great. Because I'm not your friend, I'm your teacher, always remember that. I don't know where I'm going with this. Just trying to fill that air while walking through this maze. I just took rights and walked straight when there was a curve. And now I'm looking at another lowered stone tablet. Hopefully that's not the same as before. I've walked past the stone tablet. Okay, yeah, that's an entirely new thing. There's a draw point here, Vitra, Erwine. Draw it. 
Uh, there's, okay. There's a whole bunch of cogwheels here. We can fuck with them, I guess. Okay, I activated something, and this is like a door to the outside, and there's a save point outside, so I'm gonna go to the save point outside, and I'm gonna save. On a new slot, because I don't know if I fucked up everything or not by doing the things that I did. Never know. Okay, is there anything outside here but that save point? No. There's just this wheel that we now turned on. What is all this stuff that we're doing? Okay, whatever. I'm gonna walk back again, and now we're gonna do the loop. I'm gonna walk left now, like right back to where we were before with the water, because now we activated some kind of Ferris wheel or something. A water wheel, I think you call that. I'm gonna see if that did anything to the room with the water, where we did the chain thing. I wanna, oh, that chasm, is that, that's probably the middle. Of this thing that's whenever we were at that chasm is when we arrived at the middle right that's gotta be it so I'm, I'm guessing we're gonna check the the room from before now nothing has changed right looks like it yeah looks the same okay so now I'm gonna attempt and go to the middle of this mess of a maze but I haven't figured out how to get there yet Shit, I did it twice now. Like, I, I walked down to exit the room with the water, and then the camera spinned 100 degrees, 180 degrees, and I hit down, and I go back into the fucking room, and I did that twice. Okay. We have walked upwards from this top room, so we should be at the first crossroads now, or, yeah. And now we walk forward, which should take us very close to the chasm, right? Two blue slimes. I'm gonna run from this fight, because A, I don't feel like fighting these slimes, B, I don't wanna gain needless XP, C, I don't need any of their spells anymore. I'm guessing, I, I'm not, like they could have different spells now, right? But the, the good stuff you draw from bosses anyway, like Angel and uh, Double, I guess. Okay, I'm gonna go straight, hopefully approaching that chasm. Another crossroad? Yeah, this shouldn't be the case. Still, I'm gonna walk straight. More battle stuff. Running again, because of the same three reasons. What's cool is you can still check what spells he has while you run, because you run by holding L2 and R2. He's doing some kind of earthquake spell, not even doing 100 damage to any of us, but doing damage to all of us, but not even 100, so who cares. Okay, I'm, sadly I'm completely lost now, because this, this didn't take me where I thought it would, so I'm just going, oh, wait, wait, I am at the chasm thing. But it's just, yeah, it's the same as before, except the chasm is now filled with water. What does that help me with? I'm gonna go back to the pillar, I guess. I'm gonna try at least by going right, which should take me to a crossroad. And going straight now, which should take me to a curve to the right, I think. 
Yeah. Wow. And now if I go left, I should be in the little room where I fought the, the Minotaur. Yep. There's a straight way here without a tablet that's lowered or anything. Taking that. Same pillar, same safe spot. Shit. Did I fuck up by doing one of the two things that I did? Or do I have to approach that uh, pillar from a certain direction? I'm gonna try and approach it from the right now. If it looks the same, I will probably go on GameFAQs and see if I fucked up. Yeah, looks the same from here. Huh. I'm going on fucking game facts. Wait, it says unhook the chain across the floodgate from the right side to fill the moat around the inner tomb. We did that. Leave the chamber, go straight, right, left, right, left, right, and straight. Remove the cock from the left side of the doorway to drop the drawbridge. We did that. I didn't know that dropped any drawbridge. Leave the chamber, go straight, right, uh, straight twice, right, and left twice. Enter the inner tomb. Okay, do we... So do we have to approach this chasm just from a specific side? I didn't realize we dropped the drawbridge. Okay, I'll try to go right. So I'm thinking we are now at the right side of the middle rectangle. Now we are at the bottom right corner of it, facing towards the south, I think. So now I want to go right. So now I should be facing towards the west. So if I go right now, I should be looking at the chasm, right? Yeah, wow. And there's a fucking drawbridge here. Holy shit, I'm the king of the maze. All right, crossing the drawbridge. Entering the pillar in the middle. Uh... Well, what do you know? There's a Minotaur standing here on top of a sarcophagus. It's Secreto saying, you, you're you here again? Uh, the last time was just a warm-up. This time my brother is also here. Now you can't flee anymore. Hey, brother. And there's the ghost of a fucking Minotaur who just appeared in front of us and he's super small. And he's called Minotaurus. And he's saying, "What? what, what is it, Secreto? He's saying, brother, uh, they're, well, I don't know that word, uh, defilers of graves. They didn't want to listen to me. Uh, he's saying, huh, you beat Secreto. Seems like you're not exactly weak. And Christus is saying, oh, he's so small. Secreto is saying, brother, they are fucking with us. <laughs> Fooling, I don't know. Uh, the little Minotaur is saying, humans, how... Well, how like not very smart? How not very smart is what he's saying. I'm gonna show you that uh, you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. And uh, what do you know? A, a battle. A battle starts. We are fighting in the sarcophagus room. We are fighting two minotaurs now. One is big, one is small. Both have a, a sizable morning star. The small minotaur healed himself for 300 uh, HP. That's a good thing to start a fight with. Just heal yourself. Make sure you waste that turn. 
gonna look at spells. The little guy has the same, except instead of angel, he has double. Uh, Squall can draw double, apparently. Seems like he used double at some point. Irvine cannot. So we're just gonna hit him. Add a small one. Uh, yeah, Chris has hit the small guy for 500 damage. That's kind of a bunch of damage. Big guy hit Irvine for 100. Squall just keeps drawing double. Because why do you not have double, Squall? What do you do with all my double? Yeah, enemies are doing damage to to my party and my party members are doing damage to the enemy while Squall is drawing double. That's uh, pretty much what's happening here. They are occasionally... Oh, there's a... Oh, special attack. Uh, they both hit the ground with the morning stars doing 300 damage to all of us by means of a shockwave emanating from where they hit the ground moving towards us. But very much like a directional shockwave, not a circular shockwave. So not like ripples, more like a straight line, or like three straight lines. Maybe I should stop hitting the one that Squall is drawing the double from. Yeah, I will. He's also healing himself for more. The big guy is healing himself for like 160, and the small dude is healing himself for like 300. Oh, I want to be able to play this on my Casio keyboard. By the way, when I played that tune at the beginning, Oh, there's a new attack. Uh, it's it was called Lawnmower, and the little guy just jumped uh, towards us and hit us all with his Morning Star for about 100 damage each. Irvine is at 1.5k, Squaw's at 2k, Chris is at 800. Kind of waiting for Chris just to get her to be a little low on HP so I can do her Limit Break attack because she has so many more attacks now, right? Because last time I used all these items. No idea why Squall is able to draw all those doubles. They are doing the special shockwave attack again, which is called something like... Oh, I think it's a pun on this disease that uh, cattle can get. It was called BSE in German. Um, because this disease is called Rinderwahn in Deutsch, which is something like cattle craziness. And they, their attack is called Brother Craziness. Like Bruderwan. Yes. Very interesting, I know. Doing the, the Daniel trick on Christus until we get... Ooh, all kinds of crazy attacks. Which one do we want to do? Laser Eye, Hyper Vibra, Electra, Level Question Mark, Death, Desionator, Bowel, Juice, Gatling Gun, or Bad Breath. I love all the names of these attacks. Uh, I want to do Gatling Gun, because I want to see what it looks like when Quistus shoots a Gatling Gun. First, they're going to do the lawnmower, doing 100 damage each. Quistus is Gatling Gunning, well, preparing to do so. Ah! Oh god, she just fucking shot it from her face! That was disturbing, for about a thousand damage onto the big guy. Okay, drawing more double. Irvine is, by the way, just kind of shooting whoever. He doesn't really do a bunch of damage. Don't really care for Irvine. Gonna do that again, but this time we're gonna do Bad Breath on both of them. Oh, this is fun. Having, like, eight limit breaks at your disposal. 
Yep, okay. Ugh, she just had the biggest fucking black cloud just appeared from Quistus's mouth. That was also real disturbing. Nice, Quistus. Good, go you. You you can do all the the cool attacks. Okay, maybe I should start healing now. Yeah, everybody's below 1k HP. Uh, still Squall's gonna draw. Uh, but Quistus is gonna use... Uh, let's see. A spell. Just regular Vita. Let's see for how much that heals. Holy crap, the... The menu is overlapping the little cursor that shows you who's selected, so I couldn't actually see if Christmas was selected. That's some jank. She's healing for 600. Irwin is vetoing himself as well. For, si for 600 flat. Didn't even, like, lie there. I'm gonna do a limit. No, no, I'm not. I'm gonna draw some more double squall. I'm a, I'm a good boy. Yup, there sure is nine more double that you just threw Squall. Good job on that. Nice. Going now. Irvine was hit. He's now at 1,111 health. Nice. Gonna heal him though. Just using some more Vitas on everybody but Squall because my plan is to draw all the double with Squall and then once he's done he's gonna be like, oh yeah, limit time or multi, how it's called here. He just only draw six, uh, drew six double, so I think he might be full. Yeah, see why there's JoJo time now? Even during boss fights, it's like... Holy shit, everybody's doing the same a million times and then the battle's over. Yup, cannot draw any more doubles, so here we go. Multi on the small guy. Uh-huh. One, two, three, four, five, six times about 700 damage. That wasn't so bad. Oh, it triggered a cutscene. Little one is saying, I'm retreating. Oh, cool, they have two kanji uh, on their, like, wrist guards. Oh, yeah, he just straight up disappeared. Okay. <clears throat> Gonna do that again to the other guy because Squall is still at low HP. This is so broken. Yep, multi again. <laughs> This is so fucking broken. You can just get to low HP, which is 600, by the way. Low HP. That's the amount of HP you're supposed to have at max, probably. Yup, did a whole bunch of fucking damage. Now Squall is ending it with a blast zone. So he's raising his sword, and there's a, like a light, and now there's all kinds of lights, and everything is like fucking exploding. Yep, lights like sh shining into the fucking sky. Now we see planet Earth in space, why not? And there's like light coming from planet Earth. Now we see Squall again and he's just like fucking bringing down the goddamn hammer of light for a thousand damage or something and Secretor is saying, we lost? Okay, I'm following you. Oh, we are following you actually. Think that just like well yep we're your GF now we got a G returner a G high potion a secreto card that's the triple triad card our GF got 40 H AP for that learned some some cool stuff 
And now we can name them. Yeah, we're gonna name them brothers, because that's what they are, the brothers. Confirm. The sarcophagus is opening. Okay, there's the ghost of a dude inside the sarcophagus saying, you really beat, oh no, just you beat the brothers. You really are brave. Finally, I am being freed out of this small coffin. In all these years, I've thought about if it would, if it was necessary to trap somebody in a coffin, like in general. Oh, when he, uh, when he dies and leaves his body, and then white light, and that's it. Okay, Minotaurus card received. Wait, was that a second card? Do we have two cards? Did we just get two? Triple Triad cards? Let me see. Yeah, we have Secreto and Minotaurus. We have both of them. Nice. Okay. Wonder if there was a way to just get one of them because I wouldn't want to have that happen to me. Let me just look into this Game Facts guide real quick. Uh. Oh yeah, what was that about Levitas, by the way? Oh, Levitas is apparently called Float in English? Holy shit, why did they change everything that much? That's... Gotta be super confusing. I just used a little bit of potions on Squall. Oh yeah, maybe I should walk up to the sarcophagus. Can I do anything here? Nope. Well, I guess I could press triangle and warp on out of here, but I don't want to get seed leveled down because taking these tests is garbage. And I know I don't want to look up the answers online and just input them because that's not fun. Thank you very much. Whoever would be suggesting that, like... Come on. Yeah, cool. Here's uh, the number of the pupil again, so we're leaving. We're out of the dungeon. Uh, almost. Last stretch. Okay, now we're out of the dungeon. Back to the outside ruin area. And I'm gonna save right here, end the episode, and next time we're gonna go into Dalling City. By the way, fuck yeah, we're a seed, we got 13k gold for doing fucking nothing. Well, we are doing things, but... You know, we would've gotten the money either way. Okay, saving. That was an episode, that was fun, thank you. I hope you're not too afraid to not exist anymore. I'm not anymore, so that's good. Uh, let this stuck console you if you are bye bye